Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Take a month for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. She's making news all the time, and I don't think she wants to make news this way. It's Riley Gaines, former uh, star swimmer. She's an activist now, making sure she's fighting for girls and women in sports. In fact, the new podcast is called um, Gaines for Girls. It's Riley Gaines. Riley, how are you? Good to see you again. I am doing so great. It's good to see you, Joe. You are doing so good, but man, I just hate it. I got to tell you, I've got five daughters, as you know. I think a couple of them, maybe three, are older than you. Um, and, and I would just, I, it makes my blood boil. I know your dad makes his blood boil. Your husband makes his blood boil. When people are so stupid, when it comes to you just expressing support for women and girls. If you don't mind, let's go back to Austin a couple of days ago. There's the governor. Um, he's signing something. It was just commemorative. He already signed it earlier, but you were there. Some others were there. And you were treated like garbage afterwards. Just sort of set the scene, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Uh, you're exactly right. Governor Abbott was signing into effect. It, it was a ceremonial bill signing for the Save Women Sports Act, which protected the collegiate level of sports. Uh, Texas had already implemented a law that, that protected K through 12. Right. And so this was held at Texas Women's University at the Texas Women's Hall of Fame, Right. Um, which is such a fitting place to be. But we were met with, of course, protests. Um Standard, right? I mean, to be expected almost. I, I mean, it was Texas, so I was hoping for more, uh, but to be expected, we're seeing it across the nation. And, and yeah. again, just as you mentioned, it's for asking for the bare minimum. We want privacy, we want safety, we want equal opportunity. And for wanting those things, we were spit on, uh, we had glass bottles thrown at us, we had liquids dumped on us, we had uh, profanities yelled at us. I mean, it, it's it's really disheartening, actually, to see that, to see that behavior, um, especially because, you know, they do it in the name of love. They do it in the name of inclusion and tolerance and acceptance and all of those things. But that's not love. No, what it's I not. Saw, what I saw is hatred. No. I saw vitriol. I saw soullessness. That's not what love looks like. And, and you and I agree, and those watching and listening agree, that nobody but nobody can assault you, nobody can spit on you, nobody can throw water on you, nobody can throw bottles at you, nobody can harm you. And if they weren't arrested, then shame on those in Austin that did not do the right thing and get these people arrested, charged, and behind bars. But let's get to some of the stupid things they were yelling at you. They were calling you a misogynist. What? <laughs> uh, uh, Riley, help me understand. You're literally 
fighting to make sure women and girls have their own lane when it comes to sports. That if they will disappear. Women won't even be a thing anymore if men can do anything in any of these weight classes or sports classes or any of these activities. Literally calling you somebody who hates women. What does that make you think when you hear somebody say something that dumb? I mean, it's like a Babylon B headline, right? Yeah. But it's reality uh, for protecting and advocating and celebrating and honoring and upholding womanhood. You're labeled a misogynist. I mean, you can't even make that up. Um, that's how badly they want to include men into our spaces, into our sports, in our prisons, in our sororities, in our dorm rooms, locker rooms, bathrooms. They will call you a misogynist if you don't. I mean, it's it doesn't even make sense to be to be totally frank, but right. it's almost as crazy as them. They were calling us racist. Yeah, now, help me understand this one because again, I try to be a thinking person. I'm not as smart as you. You've told me that off the air a lot, but I think I know what racism means. I think I know what racist means. What role does race play in your activism? When I know, I'll let you. When I find <laughs> out, I'll let you know. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Uh, one of the things they they can they chanted continuously over and over and over, they would say, uh, "Sexist, racist, anti-trans. You have blood on your hands." What? It didn't even make sense. How is this sexist? How is this racist? And how is it anti-trans? I didn't use the. It just has nothing to do with anti-anything. It's pro-woman. Right. It's pro-fairness, it's pro-reality, it's pro-truth. It's not anti-anything. Well, if anything, their movement is anti-women. And I'll say it again. Listen, uh, I've told you this before, but I just want to say it again because it's important. I was alive when Title IX was put in place. I was in, I don't know, second, third, fourth grade, something like that. And I remember... I remember asking my PE teacher, so this is a long time ago if I was that young, uh, the PE teacher, what does that mean? And happened to be a woman. She said it just means that girls get an opportunity. And I went, great. I've got three sisters. I mean, I think girls should have an opportunity. I'm not against that at all. How were they able to pervert it so badly to make you guys the bad guys when, in fact, you're on the side of making sure girls have opportunities? It's not just this they're perverting. There is so much that we've twisted and turned narratives that we've shift. I mean, I mean, just look at the Democratic Party. They were once the party that embraced Title IX. Right. Uh, they, they were champions for women. And now, and it seems like it happened very quickly. And I understand this is, it's been happening for a while and it was subliminal and, and subtly. And now we've reached this point where it feels like it happened quickly, but they're undermining everything they once fought for, which is really, sad it's disheartening uh this is like a new a new wave of feminism and and to be totally honest with you i never would have considered myself a feminist right and maybe it's because i believe that men and women i think of course we're created equal but i believe we're different in ways that that doesn't make one or the other superior but honestly ways that complement each other but now i do consider myself I, i call it a modern day feminist um what is this third wave feminism um, I think women deserve respect. We deserve privacy, safety, equal opportunity. We deserve to maintain our dignity. And if that's what, if that qualifies me as a feminism or a feminist, count me in. Well, you're absolutely right. You and I are exactly like-minded on that. I didn't walk around saying that I was a feminist, but I do believe, you know, in women's importance, women's uh, individual role compared to men's individual role, and they do complement each other. What a, what a great way to say it. How can the other side not see that? Do you believe that they really don't understand that if they win, and they're not going to, it's stupid, but if they win, 
women will no longer have anything that is theirs. Any man at any time can do anything he wants to take the role that a woman should have had. They don't care. That's the message that they're sending is that they don't care. And it's very clear. They're telling us that we don't matter. Um, Again, our privacy in those locker rooms, uh, by us wanting that, that doesn't matter. Um, Our want for for fairness, for equal opportunity, doesn't matter. What matters to them is appeasing a male, uh, a male's feelings, a male's identity. But guess what? It's facts over feeling. And notice, these are the same people who were saying, follow the science, right? As it, as right. it came to COVID uh, two years ago, whenever that was, three years ago. Right. And now those same people have abandoned the science. Not even are they just not looking at it. They're, they're looking at it and still choosing to ignore it. Um, so they're undermining everything they once fought for. And they don't care that women will lose out. Honestly, it's Riley Gaines. Go to uh, uh, and follow her everywhere on social media. It does a great job on Instagram. And I see you on Twitter every so often as well. And go check out her new podcast. It's on Outkick. It's called Gaines for Girls. And I think it's wonderful. So uh, some international swimming body just came out and said that biological men can't compete. I guess any male that went through male puberty or something is, the, is what they're saying. Can't compete against women. That's a really, really good thing. But immediately people started saying, will William or Leah Thomas have to give back the awards and the accolades? And the answer is no, because the NCAA hasn't changed anything, right? The NCAA are spineless. They're cowards. Right. Uh, They have no backbone. What they're doing is actually a phase-out approach. And if you think about it. What is a phase-out approach? What is that? They want no hands on deck. Uh, What they're doing now is they're, I think they're in phase two or three of their however many phases out, where... They're going to leave it up to each specific governing body to make the rules for their sports. So swimming, for example, uh, where the NCAA had guidelines in place previously, now they're retracting all of their guidelines and leaving it up to FINA or USA Swimming to make the rules because they don't want to. That and is so coward. Why are, the, why are they being cowards? This would be easy. Just make a blanket rule. It's easy. That shows you they know this is wrong, right? If they didn't, they would stand by their decision. And they would take whatever consequences or repercussions came their way because they believed in it. But they don't even believe in this, yet they're putting us through it. Um, that shows you that shows you that they know this is wrong. Um, so, yeah, the NCAA, no rules have been made uh, uh, to give back any awards or titles or put asterisks by Thomas's name. Uh, actually, they've doubled down on their stance and say they unequivocally stand in their decision to allow Thomas to swim with the women because it's based in evolving science. It's ridiculous. Are you satisfied with what the international bodies did? Um, I'm not going to use the word satisfied. Is it enough or not yet? I think it was a bold first step, uh, but the guideline is if you've gone through... Sorry, I know you hear that dog. The no, guideline okay. is if you've gone through male puberty, you can't compete against women, which is great. But they're insinuating if you haven't gone through puberty, then you can. So they're saying if you transition by the age of 12, you can still compete in the sex or in the category that matches your gender identity. Um, And even remotely encouraging anyone to transition by the age of 12 is not satisfactory. Um, But it was a bold first step in prioritizing fairness, which is more than a lot of governing bodies have done it's riley Gaines. go and check out her new podcast it's amazing it's Gaines for girls uh it's over on outkick and she's you also yeah you made an announcement yesterday that i want you to get to in a minute but i want to ask you about something that came out in the news in the past few weeks team members teammates of thomas on pen finally came out and spoke publicly 
about what they had to go through. They literally had to go through some some re-education process to learn how to deal with this six-foot-four guy in the locker room. Did you already know their stories before they came out publicly and you sort of held back until they were ready? Or were you surprised by that too? No, I've known this the past year uh, more than really, which is why, again, I felt so passionately about fighting for this. And there's a lot more stories. Um, a lot of girls still haven't felt comfortable to to speak their truth if we're using the left's language. Um, and I know it's not my place to release their information, but Joe, right. you would, you would die if you saw the messages that I see the messages that I get, not just from the female athletes, even, but from parents, from coaches who don't know what to do from people within the NCAA who are ashamed with themselves for going along with this, but they know they'll lose their job. If they speak up medical professionals who, who, who don't, want to adhere to the language change that they see that alters how they do their job. But again, they're, they're terrified. They don't want to be, they don't want to face the consequences. And I understand because I was in that same boat. I had empathy for that for a long time. You know, some people have sponsorships and they have endorsements and I had empathy for that, but I no longer do. Um, Silence is complicity. And that's how we've gotten here. That's how we've gotten to the point we're at is because we've been silent for too long. We have to be willing to make sacrifices. We have to be willing to endure the consequences or repercussions for standing up for the truth and ultimately standing up for that next generation, standing up for the generation who came before me, like you, Joe, being as old as you are. I'm very old. (laughs) Those who fought for us to be able to compete. We need to stand up for them. And of course, for the present athletes who are effectively silenced, it's, we can't continue the silent majority we have to speak up now. I couldn't agree more. It's Riley Gaines. Go and check out her new podcast, Gaines for Girls. Um, and she's got a big announcement that she made last night. I think on my friend Sean Hannity's show. And we'll talk about that in a second. But, but let me just ask you one last question about this. Why was it easier, do you think? And it wasn't literally easier. But why did they take, why did they make the move at places like Penn and, and the NCAA and everybody else of making accommodations for Thomas and re-educating all of you and telling you just deal with it when they could have just given him special a room to go change in. Or or you can compete, but there's going to be an asterisk because you've gone through male puberty and you were a dude swimming two years ago. Why, why take the 99%, the women who are involved here, and make them change and don't force anything on the guy that was infiltrating? Why do you think that happened? Easy. They're following the money, right? We're seeing, it's not just sports we've seen this in. We see this in academia with schools who receive public funding. We see this in corporate America as it pertains to ESG. We see this all over these these companies, these organizations. They don't follow red. They don't follow blue. They follow the green. And they make that very obvious. And notice, let's use Bud Light for an example. Notice when Bud Light faced that, that consequence and lost, what, $27 billion? Right. Immediately, they released commercials with these big burly men on motorcycles and these camo cans. Right. And same thing with Target. They didn't stand by what they did. They moved all of their pride stuff to the back of the store. Right. These companies are following the money. It's easy to see. Riley, do you have a case, a literal legal case of indecent exposure? And here's what I mean. I go to the gym today and I decide to drop my pants in the middle of the gym. I am now doing something that is against the law. It is indecent exposure. It is, I don't know, sordid activity, lewd activity, whatever whatever title we want to put on it. 
you had to stand there with this guy in all of his glory um, while you were getting ready for a competition. Don't you have a case? Just because he says, I feel like I'm not a man, although he's got all the parts, he gets away with it? I mean, do you have a case or not? Did you ever talk to anybody about the legalities of it? Yeah, uh, actually. I mean, I certainly think there's a case. I'm certain what we went through is sexual harassment. Totally. Where you're exposed to a male with male body parts without your consent. I right. Mean, I mean, come on, it's it's textbook. <laughs> it's textbook sexual. Right. Assault. It's easy. Yeah. Um. And and in regards to a direct violation of a federal law, which is Title Nine. Yes. Uh, of course, we have an administration now who's working to rewrite Title Nine, to where it would no longer be pre- preventing discrimination on the basis of sex. It would be right. preventing discrimination on the basis of gender identity. But at the time of that national championships that took place at Georgia Tech, we were explicitly discriminated on the, on the basis of our sex, which is a violation of a federal law. I mean, that's a lawsuit. But what the NCAA is banking on is that we, as you know, 21-year-old young girls at the time, I was 21 years old, they know we don't have the funds or, or the time or, or the emotional investment to put into suing. That's what they're banking on. What was the announcement from last night? Fill us in. Absolutely. I just launched the Riley Gaines Center. What this is, um, it's really something I wish I had when I began speaking up and really faced the humiliation of the locker room and and the optics of, of giving our trophy to this man for pictures. I mean, I wanted somewhere where I could go for support and resources right. and understanding of how to talk about this. And so what the Riley Gaines Center will do is train and inspire leaders uh, whether that's leaders among you know college campuses, leaders in the community, uh, school board leaders, national leaders, whatever that looks like, um, to be able to be confident enough to talk about this in an, in an effective way. Uh, it will fund to put conservative speakers on college campuses, which is really important, um, right. defending the freedom of speech. That, that's a huge piece of this. Um, training school boards again. Uh, I, I'm just really excited. Uh, we, it's, we need to mobilize ourselves. We need to gain this momentum and we need to roll up our sleeves and say enough is enough. How do people find out more about that? Is there a website yet? Anything like that? Absolutely. You can go to RileyGainsCenter.org. Um, there are ways to sign on to different newsletters and of course, ways to donate and different things. And so um, I couldn't be more grateful for the support. And, and I'm, I'm really, as I mentioned, I, I'm just excited that, that it's coming to fruition. Um, again, I, I think we need a home base. We need a coalition of, of not just student athletes, but parents, again, the coaches, yes. any other ally who wants to help defend the female identity. I don't even like using the word identity, actually. Woman. Just defend females, defend women, yeah. right. Uh, uh, Riley, uh, un- unbelievable work. You're amazing. I'm so super proud of you. Keep on kicking ass and taking names and come back again very soon, would you? Anytime, Joe. We love you. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Really appreciate Riley Gaines coming on. There's more to that interview. Uh, we have time constraints in the radio show, so I will put it up on Rumble later on. Rumble.com slash Joe Pags. You're going to JoePags.com. Follow all the social media. There is more of that interview, so make sure you go and check that out. For Polo, for Sam, for Carrie, I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow night. See you later. Bye. This is the Joe Pags Show.